On Monday, Taiwan reported 23,045 new cases, a two-month low. Although case numbers are falling, the CCC said the decrease may slow because it's now summer vacation. The CCC also urged the public to take precaution against emerging Omicron subvariants. Taiwan reported 23,045 new cases for July 4th, the lowest daily number in two months. However, the week-on-week -week decrease has slowed from 80,000 two weeks ago to 59,000 last week. Now it's summer vacation, so on the whole, crowds have returned a bit. Currently, the decrease in case numbers is slowing. The CECC also announced it had identified 112 cases of the BA4 and BA5 Omicron subvariants in June, accounting for more than 60 percent of imported cases. Of the two subvariants, BA5 accounted for more than 95 cases. Although BA4 and BA5 have not yet reached the local population, neighboring Japan has already seen an uptick in case numbers resulting from the subvariants. Experts worry that when BA4 and BA5 enter local communities, daily case numbers will also rebound into the 80,000s. If defense fails, newly reported case numbers may increase by 150 percent, rebounding into the 70,000s or even 80,000s. In many countries, BA4 and BA5 have successively led to community infections. It seems that recently Japan and Singapore, because of BA5, have seen their case numbers rebound. Considering the new subvariant's higher transmissibility, on Monday the executive UN decided to extend the weekly traveler's cap of 25,000 for another week. Because globally speaking, the epidemic has worsened due to summer travels. In many countries, BA4 and BA5 are now the dominant strains. The CECC urged travelers to take precautions against COVID while traveling abroad to prevent another outbreak from emerging on Taiwanese soil. The pandemic and rising commodity prices have pushed up the prices of prepared meals and drinks to a 13-year high. With the price of fresh milk rumored to also be on the rise, consumers may soon have to pay more for handshaken drinks, coffee and baked goods. Those who mostly eat out will feel their wallets slimming even more. Adjustments were being made for the priceless at this breakfast shop. With the pandemic and rising international commodity prices, restaurant owners are really feeling the pressure. Everything costs more now. Just look at this. All prices have gone up. Same with UHT milk and flavored milk products. The supplier just sent me a line message saying that they're raising prices and gave no reasons whatsoever. The chat window shows new wholesale prices for UHT milk and flavored milk. Not shown in this message is the price for fresh milk, also rumored to be on the rise. That will send prices rising for handshaken drinks, coffee, and baked goods on the consumer's end, leaving salary earners worrying about their slimmer wallets. Any small eatery you go to will have a notice announcing price increases, and all items in the menu will cost 5 NT more, which probably adds up to 100 to 200 NT more a week. Last year, for the two months over June and July, the year on year growth rate of our consumer price index was lower than 2%, so we have a relatively lower base. So in that case, the CPI's year-on-year growth rate for June will more than likely surpass 3%. The Director General of Budget Accounting and Statistics is set to announce the Consumer's Price Index for June on July 6th. Scholars believe rising inflation will likely push up the CPI by more than 3% year-on-year, considering it was already 3.39% in May. Price increase for 
prepared meals have come to a 13-year high, 20 to 30 NT more per meal would add up to more than 2,000 NT a month for those who mostly eat out. Moving on to the markets, the TIEX today plunged 126 points to close at 14,217 on a turnover of 231.8 billion NT. Taiwan National Stabilization Fund trader Frank Yuen said the decline had slowed for specific weighted stocks. He said the market remained stable, but that officials would hold a meeting if it becomes necessary. Meanwhile, economics Low Wei said he expected a greater market decline than in previous years and that stocks were no longer a better investment option than bonds. Asset allocation should be gradually adjusted to a balance between stocks and bonds. If the global economy falls into a severe recession in 2023, foreign investors will see Taiwan as a safe haven among emerging markets, just like in 2016 and 2020. This will cause the new Taiwan dollar to strengthen rapidly. The new Taiwan dollar today ended a four-day depreciation streak, closing at 29.745 NT dollars against the greenback. Experts suggest that investors increase liquidity and wait patiently for the opportunity to enter the market. Namus Village in Taidong has launched the county's first local currency. The Mibi can be used in Autoline in exchange for services from local people. The project aims to encourage more economic exchange within the community and forge bonds between neighbors. It's not exchangeable for dollars, so it is a hard investment in local culture. Adelan is one of the largest centers of Ami's tribal life, and the currency is part of a movement to revive local indigenous culture. The speaker explains in detail the uses of a community currency. Members of the local community step up to share about their skills. Maybe you don't have time to cook. I can cook several meals and pack them up for you. I think that's a skill of mine. Here in the community of Atalan, the new Mipali or Mibi is Taidong's first local currency to circulate as cash notes. It's been issued by local people who run a cultural project called Atalan Style. Any community member can gain an initial deposit of 240 MB by supplying their contact details, their needs, and the services they can offer. I need to use this to find someone who can weed for me and cut down my shell ginger because I want to use the ginger fiber for weaving, but harvesting it is quite difficult for me, so I need help. It's not going to replace our existing conventional currencies like the new Taiwan dollar or U.S. dollar. It's for smaller needs. Sometimes we might want to ask our neighbors for help and then we want to thank them. But we also feel it's somehow awkward to keep count of it with dollars. A community currency is for use within a local community, as the name suggests. It can't be exchanged for new Taiwan dollars and it can't accrue interest. Right now, the types of services you can buy with MeBe include weeding, taking out the garbage, feeding cats and dogs, or shopping. You can also get professional services like English tutoring, yoga teaching, and carpentry. The founders of the project hope it will encourage the flourishing of local economic exchange. Of course, we're following the spirit of Mipao Li, that is, exchange of work, and hoping everyone will exchange their services and support each other to get lots of difficult things done. Lots of money that people earn in the community doesn't stay in the local area. It leaves again very fast, so maybe that isn't a great help for us locally. So the community currency stays with us here, and maybe that would double the value created. The currency aims to inspire the creativity of local people. There are no limits to what you can exchange for your MiBi. In a thousand ways, your help can make all the difference for your neighbor. And one day, you'll be surprised by how they pay you back. 
In the meantime, it forges links between local people and strengthens bonds in the community. A group of retired church members has brought fresh life to a rundown spot in Jilong. The local residents cleaned up the neighborhood and covered local houses with colorful murals. The housing around Lane 125 on Shenalkun Road was once a military dependence community but fell into neglect. Nowadays, Rainbow Village is one of Jilong's hottest destinations. Local residents enjoy aerobics in the street. Zoom out and all the multicoloured murals come into view. The once simple single-storey community houses have got a fabulous makeover. There's installation art tucked into lots of nooks and crannies. The painted houses of Jungbin Fishing Harbour are famous nationwide. And now not far from that artistic hotspot is a new attraction, the private houses of Rainbow Village on Shen Ao Kung Road. Back in 1975, I used to jog here to work from Anle District. Nobody paid attention to this kind of place. I thought, wow, how can it have changed so much? It used to be all black, nothing to look at. And I heard locals saying the reeds would grow up tall so that kids on their way to school would try to pass by as fast as possible. Let's beautify our communities and build up Shen Aoken to make this community and Jilong more beautiful. This was once a gloomy spot. Now these cheerful and quirky murals have brought a burst of sunshine to the back streets of Taiwan's capital of rain. The project is the baby of this group of church teachers. They started with painted rocks, then cleaning walls in November and planning the illustrations. They incorporated green ideas and sustainability into their work too, reusing waste materials. It raises the aesthetic standard of our whole city. Now everybody knows this is a place you can come and take nice photos, so they don't dare litter. And you can bring children here for a stroll. I think it's wonderful. These retired community members went flat out at their project, frequently painting until late at night, determined to turn their locality into a welcoming and joyful destinations. Lots of borough chiefs have come to pay a visit already, and some hope to replicate the project in their neighbourhoods across Jilong. Have you ever been to Haiti? Taiwan's Caribbean ally has a diverse culture rich with unique traditions. Its culinary life is renowned worldwide for its spice and depth. One restaurant in Taiwan has teamed up with the ambassador of Haiti to offer a virtual trip to the Caribbean, even with the borders shut. Haitian hot sauce goes in the pan, followed by red beans, runner beans and butter. They simmer on a hot flame before being joined by long grain rice to create a fragrant Haitian risotto. Next up, a red bean sweet corn congee with grilled sea bass, an unusual sweet and savoury combo. As the pandemic drags on, foreign holidays are still off the cards, but this restaurant has teamed up with the Haitian Embassy to offer diners a taste of one of Taiwan's diplomatic allies. This dish of meatballs with tomato chilli is a Haitian institution. 
The beef meatballs are a little bit spicy. There are very few foreign restaurants still surviving these days. We've hardly gone out in recent times with the pandemic so serious. This has quite a special flavor. The nation of Haiti has been a diplomatic ally of Taiwan for 66 years. The former French and Spanish colony has an extremely rich culinary culture with diverse gastronomic influences. We spoke to the ambassador of Haiti, who hopes the Taiwanese will get to know his country's cuisine better. Uh, Haitian food, I can say, is the spirit of our country. If you want to discover Haiti, taste our dishes, drink our coffee, and drink also our worms. Restaurant demand will gradually heat up again. We hope to encourage everyone to come back through this citizen diplomacy project, get to know the culture of our ally Haiti, and at the same time, give the hospitality industry a lift. As the pandemic continues to place a strain on Taiwan's hospitality, the support of Taiwan's allies is invaluable. An accident at the construction site of Nanfang Ao Bridge in Yilan, which is being rebuilt following the bridge's collapse in 2019, is delaying its reopening. The company doing the construction work says the accident did not compromise structural integrity, but it has restarted the work from scratch to be sure. Fishermen who use the bridge are eager to see it reopen, but say safety is a priority and they support the company's decision to start over. The deck of the bridge is draped with a protective green net. With the construction team working around the clock, the bridge is now built to 90% completion. However, while workers were cementing the bridge deck recently, a jack slipped, affecting their progress. Originally expected to open to traffic in two months, the bridge's opening will now be delayed. As of the end of June, we reached 90% completion. However, when we were at the tail end of the cement work, a riser block under a jack became deformed, causing the jack to slip, which brought down the hydraulic aerial cage. In October 2019, Ilan's Nanfang Bridge collapsed, killing six migrant workers. The collapse of the bridge, which crosses the harbor, affected local traffic. Under the direction of President Tsai Ing-wen, the government invested 814 million NT into rebuilding the bridge, which was expected to be completed by September 18th. However, while workers were cementing a pier and bridge segment recently, a jack slipped, causing the hydraulic aerial cage to tilt and a bridge deck to sag 36 centimeters. Now the opening of the bridge has been delayed three months, pushing it back to December 18th. The structural safety was okay, but because we are building it with a 100-year lifespan in mind, we struggled with how to proceed. In the end, we opted for prioritizing quality, and so we decided to tear it down and rebuild it from scratch. I hope that the construction crew can meet with our fishers so they can tell us during construction where is it dangerous for boats to be, where is it safer. They should also conduct a review. If it's for safety that you want to tear it down, then you must tear it down. Just tell the workers to be careful. Fishers agree that safety is a priority and hope construction workers can coordinate with them to avoid future accidents. Let's turn now to Green Island, where a reporter got a rare glimpse of Taiwan's Hawk missiles before their retirement. The MIM-23 Hawk missile system has served Taiwan's air defense for more than half a century. It will be phased out entirely in 2023, replaced by the domestically produced Skybo-3 surface-to-air system. Earlier this year, the military staged a drill with its aging Hawks to let the media see them in action. The Hawk is a medium-range surface-to-air missile system developed by the Raytheon Company, a major U.S. defense contractor. 
It can be ready to launch in six seconds and can reload in just three seconds. With its semi-active radar homing system, it can intercept targets at low and medium altitudes with an effective range of 40 kilometers. Sport is a universal language bringing people together. On Sunday morning, the Taoyuan city government invited the Japan-Taiwan Exchange Association, Japan's de facto representative office in Taiwan, for a friendly baseball game with the city's professional players. Mayor Zheng Wenchan opened the game and expressed hope for a post-pandemic return of tourism between Taiwan and Japan. Taoyuan Mayor Zheng Wenchan donned the baseball jersey from the pitcher's mound. He suavely threw a strike. I hope today's baseball game will open all our hearts after the pandemic and strengthen the Taiwan-Japan friendship. To strengthen the friendship between Taiwan and Japan, on July 3rd, the Taoyuan city government invited Japan-Taiwan Exchange Association staff members for a friendly match against the Rakuten Monkeys at the team's home stadium in the city. During the sporting event, both teams broke into sweats for the game and renewed their bonds. Baseball is Japan and Taiwan's common language. Now that the pandemic is slowly coming to an end, Japanese people and our Taiwanese friends are both eager to visit one another. This special year marks the 50th anniversary of the Japan-Taiwan Exchange Association. Although the pandemic forced obstacles to Taiwan-Japan exchanges, both parties still forge links through online exchanges and donations of supplies. Post-pandemic, both Taiwan and Japan will undergo economic recovery. We especially hope that the first thing for tourism post-pandemic is that Taiwanese people travel to Japan and that the Japanese people can also come travel in Taiwan. As the pandemic draws to a close, all are expecting Taiwan-Japan cultural and tourist exchanges to rebound to pre-pandemic levels when borders eventually open. Ukrainian-born Taiwanese actress Larisa Bakarova has in recent years become active in Taiwan's gymnastics scene and has even opened her own gymnastics training center, Rising Star Rhythmic Gymnastics. Today, the actress and athlete announced on her Facebook page that three of her young students, a nine-year-old and two eight-year-olds have won medals at the International Rhythmic Gymnastic Cup 2022 in Turkey. The young gymnasts beat out over 200 athletes from different countries to take home one gold, three silver, and four bronze medals. Bakarova said they had trained for just over one year and that this was their first time competing internationally. She thanked supporters, saying their efforts helped Taiwan be seen by the world. A classic Tainan banquet restaurant is bringing its magic to Taipei. The pop-up restaurant will serve foodies in the capital for two months. The fair on offer is all classic Taiwanese food, such as dishes based on red crab and shrimp. And diners can even enjoy immersive opera performances while they eat. Red crab rice cake, a Taiwanese classic stuffed full of tender crab meat, crab and shrimp soup with the seafood held in a golden egg parcel and almond tofu in the shape of a goldfish. This table is bursting with Taiwanese cuisine. This restaurant in Tainan is over 80 years old, sometimes called the President's Restaurant. It has hosted Jiang Jingguo, Li Denghui, Chen Shui-bian, and Maing Zhou. Now its menu is being served up by the fourth generation, and for the first time, 
They're making a foray into Taipei for a pop-up restaurant event of two months. Actors Chen Shufang and Nikki Xie are here to support the venture. Chen says the nostalgic flavors take her back. I remember I went to Tainan for a film when I was young. Oh, the red crab rice cake, how I miss it. In all honesty, every dish on the banquet table was delicious. So you just had to take the leftovers home, you know. I haven't been to a banquet for too, too long. From time to time, I do miss traditional banquet dishes like red crab rice cake and Buddha jumps over the wall. Just as they're getting to their meal, out pops an opera singer to ask Chen, 82, for her hand in marriage. She thinks it's a great joke. The banquet guests are treated to an immersive opera performance while they dine. Why do people say, come on, let's go and eat? Usually when we eat, it's not just about eating. It's to spend time together, to talk and to keep each other company. Throughout the pandemic, people have kept their distance and donned their masks. For many, it's been too long since they sat down to eat at a banquet freely. If you're looking for a chance to blow out the cobwebs, perhaps a traditional blowout will do the trick. Under the effects of southwesterly winds and midday high temperatures, many parts of the country were hit with heavy thunderstorms on Monday afternoon. The heavy rain also caused flooding in low-lying areas. The Central Weather Bureau warned that more heavy rain was in store for Tuesday. Tomorrow we will see a similar trend in rainfall as we saw today. In the central and southern regions, there will be intermittent showers or thunderstorms. In the afternoon, the northern and eastern regions will see thunderstorms. And in the western and mountainous regions, there will be heavy localized rainfall. The Weather Bureau on Monday had issued rainfall warnings for 18 counties and municipalities, as well as flood warnings for Taipei, New Taipei, and Taoyuan, with Wuku experiencing the worst flooding. Rain abated later in the evening, but the forecast is calling for even more storms on Tuesday.